Hello all, this is the Ghidra's Podcast. Welcome to Sacred Space in Sacred Time, a place where we discuss tools and practices that heal your mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to start your journey today, then you're in the right place. I'm Austin Freeman, and I'll be your host. Let's get started. Hey guys, this is Austin Freeman with the Ghidra's Podcast. I'm so excited you're here today. This is Ghidra's first ever podcast episode. Uh, we I can't even tell you how amazing this is, and I'm just so happy you're here. So Ghidra's Mind, Body, Spirit, we are a brick and mortar store in little old Adrian, Michigan. We have an online store, shopmindbodyspirit.com. You know, we got big dreams. We want to change the world. We want to help people self-growth and self-development and uncovering this, these energies that are at play within our minds and within our hearts and bodies and just have an awesome experience in this thing called life. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, after the podcast, if you want to hit that subscribe button, we're going to have a podcast come out every two weeks on Mondays. There's going to be some special events and episodes in between those. And this podcast today, Tara and I uh, filmed it. We talked about the solar, or not filmed it, but recorded it. We talked about the solar plexus and some wounding, some anxiety and shame, and just um, kind of how to uncover what's happening there. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, welcome to the Ghidra's podcast. This is Austin. Uh, I'm here with Tara Nordstrom from witchesmarket.com. Uh, we're just talking about her new blog post coming out, and then we dove into some chakra wounds, so we wanted to share them with you today. Welcome, Tara. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Uh, Tara's also a co- uh, co-owner here at Ghidra's, uh, so we know each other pretty well. But tell me about your blog post. What stirred it up? Yesterday, I was scrolling and trolling through my Facebook feed, and one, two, three times in the morning, I noticed that there were posts saying, know your worth, and quotations. There were articles, there were memes, they came in all kinds of different forms. And after the third time, I decided, okay, maybe that's a little synchronistic, and I like to listen to the nods and winks from the universe and so I decided well maybe I need to deconstruct this and pick at it and see what exactly that means to me so that's what I did I sat down at the computer and started to just flow with it yeah and I I read it and it was there were so many of those like aha moments in there uh a couple of things that really made me pause and think uh is this idea of the worth fluctuates yeah. and just thinking about how people want us to put something uh, a stat like a, like you said earlier like a stagnant yeah like a fixed coordinate value yes on yeah. us right well first you know I started by asking myself well how do how would I even know my worth like what what is our worth yeah you know and I kind of played through the blog with well is it is it physical? Like, is it is it a literal worth? Like, you know, your weight in gold, you hear that expression all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what a wound, right? <laughs> Te- teenage girl wound, right? The yes. weight issue for a lot of us and body dysmorphic 
stuff. Um, and then I had this aha moment, and I was like, wait a minute, but if I weigh more, That's I'm worth more. <laughs> yes. Right? So I was like, genius, this is great. Um, but, you know, the had a little ha-ha moment with, oh, that's my inner teenage self talking. Yes. And so we are going to talk a little bit in some of these blogs, I think, about shadow wounds. And that's kind of feeding into this. And um, were that value assigned, right, as a teenager, that would make sense. Because for me in the blog, it seemed to be kind of solar plexus-ish in, in, in the wound range um, when I closed my eyes and tried to, like, feel it, some sort of visceral reaction, mm-hmm. some in-the-body felt reaction to it. And you felt it And I that felt solar. it in that solar plexus area. Which makes sense. Which makes sense because when you think about Jungian psychology and all of these wounds of the chakras and, you know, Eastern body, Western mind, all that kind of stuff, um, right around that solar plexus, you develop that most likely in your teenager-y kind of phase in life. And so when you talk about shadow wounds of that area it would be things like shame Mm. right anxiety and I talk a lot about anxiety in the blog that I wrote today so definitely um solar plexus would be the wound that I kind of explored in the blog okay um so I I moved on though from the teenage self right that was speaking about oh it must be my my actual literal weight and gold gold, right on to like well What if it's figurative? And then I know that figurative means, you know, descriptive, but, or, you know, it's not exactly literal. And f- for some reason, the word figurative made figures pop. And the first thing I thought of was mm, money, money. Mm. right? Another wounding that I talked about from childhood that a lot of us carry. Um, and we're not really going to talk about that one. I kind of skipped over it because I was like, I know even somewhere deep inside my conscience that money doesn't really define our worth. I mean, to some people it does, you know, people could probably argue with me on that point, but I kind of reasoned and and went further down and ended up talking about values and core values Mm -hmm. and kind of wading through that. Was that? um, Certainly, then within my own core values lies the answer, is what you said. Yeah. Um, And it's not society's values um, that can be placed upon my qualities. Um, but it's your own, your, your own values. Right. I hate being told what to do, right? It's one of, like, <laughs> yes. my biggest things, right? It's probably one of my shadow things. Like, if somebody walked in and were just to start bossing me around, I would like, be like, oh, excuse me? who is this person <laughs> that I dislike heavily right off the bat? Um, so, yeah, so values assigned. And so, you know, the problem is, though, figuring out whether or not the values that you've assigned yourself did we really assign them like are they our own core right. values and uncovering that right if it's ours or if it's society's yeah or did society gift us with these right because we hmm. develop these values by living in, in the petri dish of society you know? yes. <laughs> like, so how do you how do you begin to do that? Right? You, yeah. Well, and that's what I kind of tried to talk about was that I've deconstructed my life lately. Like, really just torn it torn it apart. Mm-hmm. Even, I think I told you this story before, but I felt really, really trapped as a pharmacist and working this, you know, corporate America job. And one day I said to my husband, I need to formulate an exit plan 
Like, yeah. I need out, yeah. right? Um, and he was like, okay, we'll talk about it maybe within, you know, a year or so or whatever. And I said, okay. And so I kind of put that intention out to the universe without really writing anything down. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Within one moon cycle, the people from the corporation that I used to work for walked in and were like, hey, sorry about your luck. Your store is closing and you're fired because we have no other positions for you. Oh, my God. And I was Talk just, about moving fast. Right? And instead of feeling like panic or dismay or whatever i had this moment of like sheer liberation you're like yes yeah finally. finally and so i've just from that moment kind of deconstructed everything in my life right like i'm refusing to go back to work full time i mean i still have a foot or toe into pharmacy um but taking um, a new path and creating myself and so that's part of finding my core values again is is that deconstructive phase where you're like, okay, That's all of really this me. stuff needs to get thrown out yeah. and I need to find out what, like, what is really me. And in the blog, I, I know for certain that one of the things that is me is this sort of deeply rooted feminist mm-hmm. anarchist sort of um, philosophy that I carry somewhere in my soul. It's this really deep divine feminine worship stuff. And that inner feminist will not allow society to place a value on me anyways. So, yeah. Wow. So how long has that deconstructing been now? A couple years? Years, Years, yeah. Well, I so I'm more in the rebuilding process. But when you you build something, sometimes you're like, okay, I'm going to build this wall. No, I don't like that. And then tear it back down, right? So I'm definitely in, like, the construction phase rather than the destruction phase right now. Got it. Um, But, yeah, years. It's been years now. Three years at least. Wow. Yeah. One of... um, so we talk about, so in, in the blog, after you've, um, you know, went through and deconstructed this idea, it's not the bank account, it's not the weight in gold, um, and it's your own inner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you say, my, my worth is priceless, and, yes. um, and you can't, and it's, it's not measurable, like you can't put a thing on it because you're always fluctuating. Right. Yeah. So that was part of it was that this moment, it just like was an aha moment where I'm trying to like feel around in my own core values and find like, what is my actual worth? It's never the same twice. You know, it's not the old, oh, you can never step in a, in a river twice, but sometimes I give things away and sometimes I gain things. And, you know, I think I said somewhere in there that sometimes it's full of riches and sometimes yeah. it's barren, yeah. right? Like that sort of imagery. Um, and then I was like, but it's more than that. It's not just, you know, this quant, like you can't even put a quantity on it because it's so animate. Yeah. It's so, it's alive. Like my worth is a, is, is a, as a living piece of me. Yeah. It's an energy. It's an energy, right, mm-hmm. that grows and shrinks. And, and so it's it's animistic in nature, and you can't really put a price on a feral wolf, I think is what I call <laughs> yes. it. So, no, I love, yeah. I love this idea. It really made me think. Uh, I enjoyed the blog. It was great. Um, and I love how you like, in all caps, I will not be told that I have to assign myself a value because you know that it, it's not something that uh, – is consistent right and it changes and I love that you're just like nope not doing it because I know how it is 
Um, it would, it causes you anxiety anyways when people when you say to you, know your worth. Like, oh, I feel like you should like, know is, it. What is my worth? Oh, my gosh, you know? Right. Um, it's like yeah. you have to have this and bar so and you've got to meet it. But Yeah, it's too linear. Yeah. Right? It's too masculine in thought, in mm-hmm. my opinion. It's like a very patriarchal thing to say, well, you have to know how much you're worth at any given moment. Right. No. <laughs> I live in cycles and circles and spiral dance, and I don't have to know my worth, and nor do you have to know, know my worth. worth. Right. You'll right. never know my worth. Right. That was and one. to ask somebody, and you, you, I remember at the end of the blog that you decide you'll never ask another woman that. Yeah. Yeah. That's And that that's crazy because I, I know I, I've had those thoughts. like, like um, And I've told my grandma, like, what's your worth? Like, you deserve more. Stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I get that that is, like, maybe a different angle of it, mm-hmm. the, like, standing up for yourself. Or like building sovereignty and yes. power and strength, yes. which increases your worth, certainly. Definitely. But still, but you don't have to, on the, on the spur of a moment, what's your worth right. and know it. Yeah. I think, too, that some people would come from the angle that they'll say, well, we're telling you to know your worth. We weren't telling you to tell me what your mm-hmm. worth is, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very personal thing. Yeah. And so people that support the statement might know say, well, you know it, but you don't have to share, share it, it kind of thing. But even then, like, I still couldn't seem to, to assign it a value. And not out of shame, right, which is the wound of the solar plexus area. Maybe a little bit from some anxieties of having to put a worth on it. Yeah. But more just out of sheer rebellion. I was just like, going to say rebellion. solar plexus, like, <laughs> the solar plexus just beating back and being like, I will not, not have a price tag put on me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you cannot label me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anymore. I love it. Do you have, um, so I know we, we talk a lot about the solar plexus wound. Um, are there any, and, and I feel like the money one we kind of mentioned, that's a really root-centric a root, yeah. wound, right? Mm-hmm. What, can you talk a little bit about the root a little bit here? Yeah. I mean, we can, I could probably even pull up another blog that we can do, you do have another a re- time, possibly. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but yeah. We can stick with the solar plexus then. Yeah. So what else do we have? We have we got the shame, anxiety. Shame and anxiety really are the two major ones. Lack of confidence. Would okay. Be, Will I've know, heard willpower your, and motivation. Yep. Those are those are associated with it. Definitely. Okay. Right. So in in your golden state, right, mm-hmm. in your manipura, it's where your outward expression of self comes from. So confidence and the sheer drive of will mm-hmm. to accomplish things and tackle. And they say things. it's like the inner sun, right? That's yeah. where it shines. Yeah, That's where you sun. shine. Yeah. Um, so what are some shame, like, incidents that would that would block? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it, it, you said it starts when it's younger, for right? sure. And if we're using this term worth, right, we're okay. kind of dissecting yes. the word worth, right? So if, if in fact, you, you were like, okay, society has assigned me a worth, and what moments would you think society told you you're worth less? Like, what have you done that makes you Not worth less? Not make enough money. <laughs> Right. Besides, that was the first one. Right. What would what would make you feel ashamed though? My body. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was one of the ones that came up. Right. It's a very teenager thing too, because you're starting to learn how to dance. Right. At that point, maybe sexually active, maybe not. You know. Right. It's kind of this really awkward phase where you hit puberty and your like (laughs) body changes. Right. That's that time when when um, we're missing also ceremonies for um, induction. 
and initiation, initiation that's into the women's ways yeah. and the blood mysteries and all that kind of stuff that we used to have, right. like we don't coming have of age anymore. rituals. We don't celebrate them. Instead, we're like, oh my gosh, you should be so ashamed. You know, when you go into, do you, okay, so here's a really too much information version of this that I can remember. So I got my period decently young, right? Mm -hmm. I was still in elementary school when I got mine. Oh, wow. And so, and I know that I was one of the only, like there might've been one or two, but we didn't talk about it because what, it's shameful, right? right? And I remember being in the bathroom stall and unwrapping a feminine product and being so like shaking, right? And my fingers, because I didn't want to make noise with it because if I made noise, people would hear, right? And they would know. Like, ha- like, whoa, right? That's yeah. some shame right there. Yeah, we still right do that. Right around that time. I that still woman. have done that. Well, even at oh, this, really? Uh, even in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. I'm, I am past that. Are you yeah. like, <laughs> whoosh? <laughs> I'm on my well, I use menstrual cups mostly now, so I don't oh, like. Oh, yes. that, I mean, in that, you you know, if you're in a public bathroom, what are what you going to do? What are you going to do with carry it? Carry it out and dump what it in the sink? What do you do with it? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh, I use the menstrual cups and they were amazing. Mm-hmm. But I did. Um, they last what? That was like eight, eight hours. Is that a little? Um, they said to twelve. I right, think, they actually, do. but then they just yeah, they get weird. They maybe. get weird. Yeah, yeah, I like to change Empty. it frequently. Yeah, yeah same. Um, but yeah. I would not warm water, soap. Yeah, yeah. make it make mm-hmm. sure it's clean. Yeah, <laughs> but I wouldn't do that in a public restroom. Right. Some people are really, really grossed out by yeah. it. Like my really, one of my BFFs was like, that's disgusting. Just as long as you don't do it at my house kind right. of thing. You know, like, because right. so, some people just really aren't aren't okay with it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, back to this idea of that's right, a shameful of shame, part. Right. So where, where, where in your, in your life can you remember core wound stories? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of a, the- that's kind of like a, a place where you can dig a little deeper and dig a little deeper to find what your woundings are of those chakra centers. And if that's like a very teenagery place, can you think of stories right. from And can that? you ch- then change those stories maybe or yeah. alter them, right? Either through writing or visualization or... Right. And maybe not even altering them so much as just bringing them to the surface to mm-hmm. see them again, to be like, oh, that's that explains a lot. That's what that was. Now what can I do to, you know... Fix, not fix, fix it. Not fix it, but build integrate on it. it. Integrate it. Yeah, build on it. Um, heal it, even. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. And you do that with a lot of your work, right? These these stories. Yeah, and it's not so black and white as that, that, you know, oh, all the solar plexus wounds came in teenager right. times. Like, you, I still can get a solar, a solar plexus wound. wound at my age and... You know, I could have gotten them when I was little, but Mm -hmm. according to the theory of your chakras develop at this age and that age, that's kind of like the main time frame that it's developing. So maybe Um, start there. Yeah, that's a good place to start, right? It's a good place to look. Or even just the, the words, shame, anxiety, right? What's the first time that you can remember experiencing shame? Right? Yeah. I would have to think, like... And you can get deep. For a long and deep, yeah. yeah, Like, our psyches are like these endless pools of stuff. Because you think of a time, and then you're like, wait, there was a time before that. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, wait, there was a time before that. Yeah. And then you can just keep Dig a little deeper. Going. What's under that? What's under that? What's under that? Yeah, and that's how you kind of dig around in your core (sighs) wounds and stuff. This stuff takes... It takes time. 
Forever. That's why you were like, how long? <laughs> three years. <laughs> three years of me. <laughs> I can't and that's just three years and that's just the deconstructed phase. Like I've been practicing yoga for fourteen years now. Yeah, sound like I can't even verbalize that. That's what makes me sound so <laughs> old. Um, and my first like witchy book I bought, I bought as a teenager, right? But then you oh. ebb and flow with things. And for a while, like I went to Catholic university, and so you get all kinds of wounds all over the place. But yeah, so I've been playing with this idea of energy and magic manipulation stuff I just haven't been able to put the words on it until now till it took the it takes you know we talk in healing a lot about the shamanic death sometimes it takes oh, that yeah. precipice of the dark night or whatever to really understand Deep night of the soul oh, yeah okay mm-hmm. yes well that's good to know because a lot I feel like a lot of people they do a lot of surface work and then they wonder why things haven't changed yet yeah. and why they haven't changed but it's like you got to get so comfortable with yourself, right. too, and, like, really, like, honesty with yourself and, right. like, just the time thing. Yeah. Right. I, so, full disclosure, one of our passwords is love and light. <laughs> and I remember back to that time, right, when that, that mm. felt like a necessary password. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, I'm rooted so much in shadow work that I'm, like, actually... You, I feel um, sad for those people that just, you know, are just love and light and love and light and love and light. Because they're missing half of it. Yeah, it's like you're talking about, like the surface stuff, right? You can journal on positivity and the power of positive thought and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. as much as you can. But then why do this, like, shit keep bubbling up and creeping up, right? And then the depth. It does. Because you don't, Mm -hmm. you stay there. Yeah. Because if you're not willing to get down and get into the dirty work, then nothing's really ever going to heal. Yes. Like, I, I use yeah. that phrase a lot, that the dark goddesses are the real healers. Yeah. Right? Not the light goddesses. It's the ones that will get messy with you and <laughs> tear some shit apart. Right. Because then, then how else will you know where everything comes from if you can't go deep? Right. You can't yeah. get down there. We have a mutual friend that was blogging about um, the... <clears throat> What was she? What it was? Um, po- posture was one of it. No, it was how to how to change your life through like positive yes. mantra or whatever it was. Yes, and it was so well written, and she's so close. And I'm like, oh, you're just you're missing, missing the shadow piece. If you could get the shadow work in there too, and have both kind of like, yes, you need to you know work on positive thoughts and stuff because I still catch Definitely. my negative inner voice like occasionally and then you try to gently correct it but where's the, but the root of it is where's the negative inner voice coming from right. like from the you shadow can, you can ignore it you can be like no i'm just gonna think positive just think positive yeah. but until you find where where it's sourced from it's just gonna game. keep bubbling back up and that's why this shadow work is important especially the chakral stuff right because we're both yogis mm-hmm and um, we're both yoga teachers, and we teach teachers, and you we know, do all the things. we do all the things. Um, and so the shadow work seems to be the more healing work, as opposed to the oh, let's learn our chakras and know that totally. you know confidence, the Manipura. I mean, I'm such a let's dork. I know that. it means the city of illustrious <laughs> gems, right? Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So we can talk about the positive aspects all as much as we want, but if we don't talk about what needs to be healed in them too then you're missing half of it and you're never you're never going to get there yeah so yeah she did she did a great job on this Mm -hmm. on this um blog but she talks about journaling she talks about posture and gratitude lists and community and sleep and mindfulness Mm -hmm. um and it's a great article right 
but as a person, we just know her well enough that I'm like, you're missing the shadow stuff. You gotta get to the shadow. <laughs> no, I love so, it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. thanks for joining us today. And thanks for reading my blog and yeah. to anyone else that reads it. Yes, Thank check you. it out at witchesmarket.com. You go to the website, go to Secret Secrets Sanctum. Yep, it's a singular witch, so it's W-I-T-C-H-S market.com. Market. Yes, and check out, she's got a lot of amazing blogs on there. Um, and she's got some uh, other writers that uh, contribute. contribute to the blog as yeah. well. Well, we'll see you guys next time. I'll do another we, chakra wound. We'll do next another time. chakra. Maybe wound. we'll do money for Austin. Yes. The, root, the root chakra. Oh. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, you guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on our first podcast today. We we really appreciate it. Again, if you enjoyed it, hit that subscribe button. So you get notifications every time we have a new podcast come out. Until then, have a great week, weekend, wherever this finds you at. And we'll see you guys then. Bye.